everybody. You're listening to the Chronic Sisters podcast. You're listening to your host, Sean. And Jess. That's weird. Not me. I say my name first. Welcome, everybody, to episode 15 of season two and the last episode of season two. So, the finale. Thank you all for tuning in so far. Yeah, for, for the second season. And we just had a little moment. We're like, we can't believe people listen to this. Yeah, we, we were just setting up. I was like, can't believe this is what we do. And people actually like look forward to Sundays because they listen to whatever shit we put out. Yeah, it's weird. It's just a bit of an imposter syndrome moment, isn't it, it really? Is, it is. It is. It's a lot. It's just a lot. But anyway. Anyway. How was your week, my girl? Oh, look. It's been a week. I haven't been well. I'm. My voice may break during this. She's been... Oh, here we go. She's oh, No, I'm okay. She's going to okay. cough. Last night, we shared a bed. Oh, hang on. I'm, yeah, I'm just going straight in. You're going straight <laughs> in? straight in. Okay. People are going to be very concerned We now. shared a bed last night. Um, and Shard had a coughing fit mm. to the point where I thought she was going to die. Yeah. Lost it's quite breath extreme. It's an extreme cough. Oh, fuck. So she's either got COVID and I've got COVID. No, I don't have COVID. <laughs> I, I did many a test and then I was like, oh, I don't trust rat tests anymore because I know many people have been positive with negative rat tests. So I went and got a proper PCR test and it was negative. So I'm pretty sure I've got like <laughs> rhinovirus or something stupid and annoying. That I have electively chosen to sleep in the same yeah. bed as you. I was very conscious of not like rolling over and just coughing. In oh, your... But you rolled over onto me anyway. Okay. Because, all right, this is another poll for the listeners. Yep, I'm going there. Okay, go on. When you make your bed... Fellow listeners out there, when you make your bed, do you put a fitted sheet on that goes over the mattress Mm -hmm. and then do you add a flat sheet on top prior to la duna, la quilt, la duvet, whatever you want to call it. Whatever whatever part of the world you're from. What Do you put a sheet in between the sandwich of the duna and the base sheet? See, the answer for me is absolutely not. Absolutely, yes. Because I hate... I hate you a hate flat salad sheet. in your burger. That's why. Basically. No, and, and anyway, it's just it's not okay. And so I put one on when I made the bed and I dived on in, was super snug and comfortable, and this gremlin next to me gets on top of both sheets, the fitted mm-hmm. one and the flat one, and then that means she could just roll all the way on top of me because she can't feel me because there's a sheet separating us, and then I just wake up with bloody Sean and her 50 layers of clothes on top of me. Look, we, <laughs> I, I don't like sleeping under the flat sheet because I get caught up in it. And then because when you I, wear too many clothes, sweetie. No, because I get cold at night, okay? And oh so I have God. to wear a lot of clothes. So I have long sleeve top, long sleeve trousers. Hang on. The long sleeve top is tucked in. It's tucked in. Tucked in Absolutely. to the long sleeve Absolutely, it's tucked trousers. in. We are tucked we like are we're tucked. three and your mum's just dressed you in your pajamas <laughs> after your bath. <laughs> we are tucked. Because oh. in the night, if my shirt rises up, my back... My back gets cold and I'm pretty sure the metal gets cold and therefore my muscles go. But today she had no problem on a winter's day jumping into the fucking one degree ocean. Yeah, that was good. You had no problem doing that. No problems whatsoever. She gets cold at night and there's an Udi and there's fluffy bed socks. (laughs) Fuck me. Anyway, it was a whole experience and 
I've got to do it again tonight. <laughs> anyway, so I'm not very well is the answer to the to the question of how my week's been. I'm not very well. Um, acutely unwell. Um, chronically average. Acute on chronic. <laughs> acute, acute and chronic. Um, yeah, average at best <laughs> as a baseline. So, uh, yeah, I've been pretty un- sick, really. Um <laughs> actually looking back on it um trying to work from home and just like the fatigue was insane um and when you're at home as well and you feel like shit it's just even harder to work Mm. anyway so we're here so i haven't had a great week but jess has had an even worse week and she could tell you all about that in a minute i don't even know if i'm gonna go into it i don't even know if people need to know i have just had a shit week yeah i've got nothing in the tank i've got No. no emotions left no um and I yeah I don't actually have words for no it, yeah but, it's been um, a pretty wild week for you yeah um emotionally physically, physically mentally yeah and we ran away we did we did I dealt with far too much death for one week so Sean and I decided to literally run away it's <laughs> yeah. not much more than that so <laughs> Jess was supposed to finish work at four on Friday Jess did not leave the building until what five. 30. 5.30-ish. Yeah. And so I was, she was messaging me. I was like, "You, we cannot not go. Like, we, I'm COVID negative. We have to go. I don't care how shit I feel. We need to leave this place. <laughs> so it was 5.30. I rock up to Jess's house waiting for her to come home. She gets home, jumps in the shower, washes all the death off of her. And then we get in the car. It's dark already. We have a three and a half hour drive ahead of us. <laughs> but we made it we did we made it and it's been wonderful it has yes we um, good for the soul drove down to my parents little beach cabin down south which is where we're recording from all snug as a bug in our new trackies that we bought today um with a little vino in front of the little fake fire Mm -hmm. um and it's very cute. It's given us little holiday yes, vibes. and we're just filling our cups back up for the night. Yeah. So we were, it was a very sad story. Dom and Helene were meant to come over for the weekend, but it got rescheduled. And so we had the same weekend off for once with so, no plans. Yeah. So it would have been rude not to do rude. something. Exceptionally rude. So now I've been blessed with Sean and her plague. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> in my face every it's night. Fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. So that's that's where we're at, we are. So if yeah. it sounds a little different... It's you because know, it is. It is. <laughs> we're down south. And because we're down south, uh, the theme of this week is not what Sean would normally want to talk about. <laughs> and I'm not sure what's <laughs> happened to her. I've taken her down here and I think the cold has got to her head. Yep. Because she said, let's do an episode on manifestation. Uh, huh? Yep. That's, that's what's going to happen. So that's what we're going to do. Um, but before we do that. It is our favourite segment. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> it's time for the Fun Fact Follow-Up. <laughs> Country tunes for you all today. Oh, God. Swig some water, you filthy girl. I am, I am, I am. Um, so this week I said to Sean, I don't even remember what we talked about because no. this week just feels like it's been a year. It's um, been a yeah. And it's been a I, one. I don't even know what we spoke about. But it was about being better. Um, yeah, that's right. And I don't think I have any fun fact follow-ups. No, the only fun fact follow-up I have is classically from my Polly. dad. From all mate Popper Gannon. And so he listened to the um, podcast. He was actually doing some work traveling over um, in America. So he was 
jet setting around and listening uh, in between from his way from home from Boston. Um, anyway, so he said that it was a great episode. He really liked it, really enjoyed it. A lot of people actually enjoyed it, which I, again... Yeah. I get confused. Because the ones that I think are just meh. Shit. People are like, loving. love it. Yeah, Weird. I don't know. I anyway, don't know. this this one I think is going to be hit and miss. Oh yeah, it's a hit and miss. I think I'm going to listen back and go, "What the fuck?" The blame yeah, uh, this one's mine. <laughs> this is a risky one to end on, that's for sure. Um, so anyway, the fun fact follow up from old mate Popper Gannon um, was when we were talking about the Maypoles and the dancing. <laughs> we're, we're on our third episode of talking about Maypoles. Yeah, I yeah, know. Great. Really dragging that out. <laughs> if you haven't, you still haven't. May everyone were allowed to. Yeah, still May. You're right um it's my birthday week too guys. it is let me get the fun fact out jesus um <laughs> so dad said that the roman brit the roman brits are italian because they come from rome and that's why they're called roman i was like thanks dad <laughs> I am sure I don't know all how that of your Sunday evenings are so much better now because you know that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, so I don't know what how that changes, but thanks, Dad, for the, ge- the ge- uh, thanks, Dad, for the geography uh, lesson there. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, if you okay. haven't YouTubed Maypole dancing yet, <laughs> what are you doing with your lives? Honestly, is honestly. If that's not the most iconic <laughs> cultural experience, I don't know what is. <laughs> people should be doing that when people get off the plane in England, like in Heathrow, London <laughs> airport, just people doing a maypole. Well, pe- you know how like when you go to New Zealand, when like celebrities or famous people or royalty go somewhere and then when they land, there's like a demonstration, you know, like in New of Zealand. The culture, the, like of the culture, like in Hawaii cult- when you get lay. Totally. Or yeah. like in New Zealand when the people do the haka for yeah, yeah, welcome yeah. and, you know, all that sort of yeah. stuff. Or like if people come to, like royals come to Australia, they'll do um, Aboriginal dancing yeah. and, you know, the didgeridoo. So you want to bring like, back the maypole? Why not? <laughs> like what else do we have really? Like what? Tell me another English dance. But if they're Roman Britons, maybe it's when you arrive in Rome. Not England. I don't think any Italian would want to be connected to that dance. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think so. I mean, I'm not Italian. I can't speak for the culture. But I, from the Italians that I know, they would not want to be involved with that at all. They, would, they wouldn't want to touch that with a maypole. That's how much they wouldn't want to be involved in it. Oh, my God. Anyway. Okay. But that's all the fun uh, facts, I think. We haven't got any more. No, that's it. Got all nothing. Right. Um... I'll let Sean lead us into this Okay, week, I'll take the lead on this one. So, look, it's the last episode of season two, right? And we're always saying, like, we love doing this and we want to do it more. So the only way we can do that is if something changes. And I was like, what else could we possibly do? And, you know, there's been a lot of stuff on Instagram, on TikTok, all about manifestation, right? And I was just like, man, people that manifest just seem to just get everything that they want like what a life they're leading right and people are always like saying oh just speak it into existence like all that crap right um so i was like okay sure let's do it why We're gonna not do it with you all i'm just gonna throw everything at this like just throw everything just all of the spices at it why not so anyway i just wanted to know more about manifestation right and then when i started looking into it i was like oh fuck 
This is this is a bit woo-woo for me. And uh, we've started the woo-woo weekend because this bitch here has been whinging about her crusty psoriasis elbows. Yes. The psoriasis has not been good. For the last two weeks, I reckon. Yeah, yeah probably. Itchy, flaky psoriasis. I put it on the story a couple of times. Okay, great. So you all then know yeah. about these elbows. Yeah. I was like, I've got this cream from this witch doctor. Mm. Well, well, it's she not actually was, a witch doctor. No, she was tr- – this is my psoriasis lady. I think I might have mentioned her, but the original mm. one was like a naturopath crossed – like actual medical doctor and then she trained this other chick who's like this rogue naturopath real hippie Mm. anyway she like when i go in there she gets this white tub and she gets a popsicle stick and she like just scoops all this shit from other tubs nothing's labeled so you don't know what's happening yeah and she puts it in a little tub and she goes and whizzes it real quick and she makes this concoction and last time i went i said oh it's still there a bit so she like gets it and she's like we'll make it stronger and then just whizzes more shit. And I was like, I'm going to bring this because this old lady is telling me she's tried all these creams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so last night Oi. <laughs> I bought it and I said, put this on your fucking elbows. Oh, she did. complained about the stink. It does smell. It doesn't smell bad though. It doesn't smell great it though. Does, it smells herby, maybe. Herby. Her, a bit herby, like natural. It doesn't it smells, smell like medication. It smells naff is anyway, what it smells. Before you put that cream on last night, out of 10, how bad were your weenuses? Probably like a six or a seven. Okay. Yeah. And and how were they this morning when you got up? Well, I didn't notice them. Oh, well, when I told you to look at them? At breakfast, they were probably like maybe a four. Oh! Uh. <laughs> One application. Now, this cream you meant to put on three times a three day. Three times a day is a lot. So she's just got out of the shower and I've made her reapply. Yep. So it's back on. We'll see what it's like so- tomorrow. I thought, you know, I'm all into – get her into the woo-woo frame of mind. I mean, yeah, we're down south. Yep. And um, so we're going to manifest fresh elbows and a new career. Exactly. With you all. Absolutely. And join in for the ride, everybody. So I was looking into manifestation, right? And so manifestation has been like a, a theme or a practice, if you will, for many years. Like before it was – what we call manifestation. It was something that you may know as the law of attraction. And then it was the law of attraction for a while. And then if you look further back, it's it would be called witchcraft. And if you look further back than that, it's actually like <laughs> revolves around prayer, right? Mm. So it's all about this spiritual thinking and feeling and speaking your reality into existence, right? But I was like, what does that mean? Like, what does that actually look like Mm. around? And when you get into it, it's a lot of the stuff that we've kind of already spoken about in this season of positive Positive thinking, thinking, gratitude, mindfulness, that positive mental attitude and the the chemical changes that can happen Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. And then it's that redirection of your vision, if you will, of your existence or your life. So you actually see opportunities because you've actually put a focus on them in your mind. So say whether it be money or time or Mm -hmm. whatever and then all you go about your day as per normal nothing really changes or in the environment around you just your perspective so that you actually see an opportunity that potentially you wouldn't have seen previously Mm. right but it's all it's it's actually like based down into like ancient spiritual teachings Mm. and it's like really strongly found in hinduism and um it's about the connection between your mind, your body, 
and the universe around mm. you and your existence within it. So it is woo-woo and it also isn't. I know. Because it's logical. Well, this and this kind of like I tried to summarise what it was without sounding too woo-woo. Yeah. So I've put a few different definitions together. Okay. But this makes the most sense to me. Okay. So we're going to roll with it. Go. All right. So what it is, it's bringing something tangible into your life through attraction and the belief that it will come to you. It's making everything you want to feel and experience a reality via your thoughts, actions, beliefs, and emotions. So what it is, it's cultivating the experience of what it is that you want to feel and then living and believing that that experience will come into true form. Yeah. So when you manifest something, it's because you've technically, consciously called it forward. Yeah. Yeah. So it may have already been there and you haven't realized or you haven't noticed or you haven't put the actions in place to get to that thing. Yeah. When just you thinking about I'm going to do this changes your path. Yeah. So it's all about aligning your wants and desires with your actions because what manifestation isn't is making a wish. Yes. It's not no. it's not wishful thinking. It's not it's like an active process. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it's and I think that's where it gets this woo-woo label of like, I'm just gonna manifest it. Yeah. Because people think that it's just this wishful thinking, but it's actually a very structured process. process. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, it's been around since the nineteenth century. Like it's been around for a long time mm. and I think the the interest in it, it started to come about back in like 2017 and then like Sean said with TikTok and things like that. And there was more conversations within your friendship groups, within your family, on social media of wellness, of self-care, of spirituality, of manifesting. It all became, we kind of holistically started to look at things. Yeah. So it became looking at things from a bigger picture, which is where this manifesting has come from. But I think also what's changed is our environment in like the last two and a half, three years we've been in a state where things haven't been secure with the pandemic. And we have no control of things. Exactly. So people lo- have lost control, so they're trying to control things in their own life. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to look within yourself. Yeah. Because if everything around you is spiraling out of control, which it is at the moment, like between the pandemic, racial injustice, like let's pop in road versus Wade again, like we're not going to talk about it in depth, but, you know, all of these things are happening completely out of the average Joe Jane control control yeah yeah you have to find some level of control within your life like we all as humans want some level of control Mm -hmm. whether you're if you're just laid back you know whatever or you're super type a strict Mm. there is needs to be some level of control and some level of reliability and stability within our lives so that we can actually compute what's going on around us right so yeah so it's not magic it doesn't just rock up this is something we can control and work for yes yeah and that's the thing that you have to like that's what I've learned just by doing the research for this yeah is that it's not just this like I'm thinking it and therefore it's yeah it's luck it's not luck like I read also something but it's like thinking of yourself as a magnet like you do all the work to make you a magnet to attract these things like you've got to do the work for these things to attract you too as much as you attract it yeah so I read one thing about like if you're looking for a partner and the the type of partner that you want is super energetic and is very outdoorsy and blah 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 you can say that you want a person like that, but at the end of the day, if you are someone who is sat inside and does nothing, 
you're not going to attract that person yeah. because you're not in the environment to attract that yeah. person. Yeah. So you have to put the work into yourself to be like, okay, I'm going to join a walking group or, you know, you, you put yourselves into those situations where those steps can naturally happen. Yeah. So it's, it's more about directing your focus and your energy rather than wishing that something happens. Yeah. And I think like, this is like, again, just making it seem a bit more easily to understand for people. But when that we started nursing and when we were on prac and things like that, they got us to set goals in prac, right? Yeah. yeah. And they said, we always like at my university, it was like, you need to set goals and they need to be smart goals. Yeah. And the smart was an acronym. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of research to say when you manifest, your manifesting has to be similar to if you were to create a smart goal. Yeah. So that means like it has to be one specific. That's S. Two measurable. That's M. Three attainable. That's A. Four realistic. That's R. And five time limited. T. Like you have to have a goal for when you want to achieve this. Yeah. So when you manifest, it's not like I'm, I'm going to be rich. Like, yeah. you know, it needs to be something that you can see, you can work towards. Yeah. It's, it's actually physically attainable, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And what they've also said is that it's, it's a present tense. So if you're manifesting something, it's I have or I am, not I will have. Yes. Yeah. It's the present it's tense. It's because it's changing your mindset. Yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. thinking about what you could have. You're, tr- you're trying to change your current yes. state. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is amazing because it goes back to that whole idea of like you can change your biochemistry within your brain by just a thought. Yeah. It's all around that whole understanding yourself, understanding your environment, that you actually have some level of power. But yeah, because um, what it does, like it obviously, it's about changing your subconscious, yeah? Yeah. So that like subconsciously you're thinking about these things all the time mm. and then you can like bring it forward. Yeah. But like your subconscious, that that part of your brain is your reticular activating system, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. where it works. So if you repeatedly visualize something or desire something, then what you're doing is training your reticular activating system to subconsciously seek out those things. Yeah, yeah, okay. You that makes sense. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like then you're able to convert that into a reality because your subconscious is looking for it. Yeah. Because you've trained your subconscious, which we talk about your subconscious. You don't think about your subconscious, right? Yeah. So you've trained that part to constantly be hyper aware of these things so that you are more attracted to them. Yeah. It's like uh, getting down to like a, a baseline level is if you're looking at a new car, like you're looking at a new yeah. model of car and then suddenly you see, see it, it everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Like that's that's the redirection of your focus. That's repeating, I would really like this new car in your brain, subconsciously, consciously, whatever. But then because that's at the forefront of your mind, you will actively see it. Yeah. There's no change in the amount of cars no. that are out there. You're just noticing them more now. Yeah. Similar, like as soon as I got a dog, I noticed dogs everywhere now. Yeah. yeah. They were definitely there beforehand. Yeah. But that's, I just didn't notice them. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So that's a good, actually, good definition. Thank and you. Example. An analogy there, sister. Yeah, I love that. But so around your conversation about repetitiveness, mm. there is a process that you can do for um, manifestation. Mm. And it was also popular on TikTok, but I missed that side of TikTok completely. So I haven't seen anything on TikTok, but it's called the 369 method. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of that? No. 
So basically the 369 method is a, a way to direct how you manifest something. So mm -hmm. it's a lot like journaling, right? And so what, they, what they're trying to connect in your mind when you're doing it is that it's a form of meditation. So it's a form of mindfulness. Mm -hmm. So what they have suggested and they being like psychologists and psychotherapists that mm -hmm. work on the science behind positive thinking around meditation and this 369 method is that you get a journal, one that you like, one that you like, that you like the paper, you like the color, whatever, a pen that you like to write with, things that you enjoy. And you take some time and you focus your breathing, you kind of relax into wherever you're doing it, very similar to how we would recommend to journal. Hmm. And so you follow a 369 method. So you write the manifestation, a short sentence, three times in the morning. Um, and then it'll be I am X or I am I am more empathetic. I have $800 for a holiday in Greece or whatever it is. You write that down three times in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then you write it down six times in like lunchtime. Mm -hmm. And then you write it nine times down at night. Three, six, nine. And so that idea of repetition of you repeating it of you reminding yourself comes into play yeah, but what right. I found really interesting and you'll enjoy this fun fact <laughs> I love a fun fact you're giving me a spicy cough watch out watch out so 369 um so it's been scientifically proven to reduce stress increase quality of life increase your work-life balance mm -hmm. and increase the change in positive behavior and it's to be you need to be relaxed and mindful, like we said about the breathing. So the numbers in are very specific. So three, six, nine are used for a reason. And so do you remember in maths, Pythagoras? Yeah. The Greek philosopher. Pythagoras's theorem, theorem does yeah. about something about a triangle. Yeah. Well, one of his other creditable uh, pieces. From Mr. Pythagy. From Mr. P is that here we go you're really pulling out all oh, stops this way I, I don't know how to take so, you um it, he came up with the idea that um around numerology yeah which is i can't i can't with you so right woo -woo, now. that that there that he he wrote about the mystical powers of numbers okay okay this episode's taken a turn hasn't it but it's pythagoras he's a well-known philosopher yeah anyway so he came up with the idea around mystical powers of numbers, right? And so three mm -hmm. is the noblest of all numbers. Three is my favorite number. That's probably why I'm a noble gal. Noble. So yeah. and and it's known as the magical number. Uh -huh. And people have written a song about that. Three, three is the magic, magic number. number. Yep. Yeah. So Pythagoras said that it was magical. Pythag. Doctor P. Does Pythag get royalties to that song? Probably. <laughs> R.I.P. Six is around harmony. Yeah. And then nine is the completion of a circle, of a cycle, sorry. So that's why it comes sure. at the end. Three, six, nine. Damn, she fine. <laughs> one, one more time. time. Get low. Get low, <laughs> get low, get low. So. Yes. There is also the idea around by manifesting positive thinking, you're also utilizing potentially numerology mm -hmm. around the noble harmony completion of a cycle 
Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna top you with some weird number facts. Okay. But also, I did read that some psychologists really hate manifestation, which I found really interesting because I was like, I thought everybody would get around that. It's like Marmite. can't do much harm. Marmite. Marmite, yeah. What about Marmite? How has that got to do with You either love it or you hate it. Okay. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> but... Some psychs have concerns that it actually doesn't take into account people that have naturally and intrinsic negative thoughts. Okay. So they can't just hop into manifesting. There's so much work that needs to be done, like we've spoken about in previous episodes, about Mm. positive thinking, changing your mindset, gratitude. That work Mm -hmm. needs to be done before you can manifest. Right, So you can't just tell someone who's manically depressed, chronically depressed, incredibly anxious, bed-bound with mental health illnesses. You can't say just manifest. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So there's a lot of work that we need to acknowledge beforehand. Yeah. But, but also on that, sorry to interrupt you, The they've also stated um, the concern around manifesting is that you also have to acknowledge that some people have pr- privileges over others. Absolutely. Whether that be economic, mm-hmm. racial, sexuality, mm-hmm. gender. So there are always going to be barriers between someone being able to manifest something into reality. And I think that also needs to be acknowledged in that there are going to be people... So even if you had the same money in your bank, Mm -hmm. but you have a different skin colour, or you're a different gender, or you identify as a different sexuality, your ability to achieve that goal may be different. Mm. Well, maybe it is different because of the way that society is. And so... What can also happen is if people are unstable in their mental health or they don't take rejection well, manifesting and putting energy and effort into something and then that not coming to to fruition in the way that they envisioned can actually be damaging damaging to their mental health. Yeah. So it's not for everyone. Yeah. And that whole one size fits all, like everyone just manifests life and it'll be great. Mm. That's not reality. And that also has you have to acknowledge within yourself whether or not this type of mindfulness meditation journaling works for you well that's a great segue my girl oh okay because i'm going to i'm going to touch on angel numbers and the numbering thing first but i was like well what is the best way to manifest i don't know but this chick, Chelsea Jewell, who okay. I found out there, uh-huh. she has suggested for every star sign there is a way in which you should manifest. So, yes, I'm going to rattle them all off to you in a hot minute. Oh, we have gone oh, We've full. gone off the rails. But <laughs> first of all, I'm going to tell you about some angel numbers because I was like, what is this 369? This, you know, people are always like, oh, 1111, make a wish. I <laughs> say that all the time. Same. Why? Why the fuck do we it's say that? It's an angel that? number. Why? And 444. Yeah. Why? Okay. I'm going to tell you all because I didn't get it. Okay. So angel numbers, what they are is they're meant to be a sign of alignment or a divine wink, if you want. Someone giving you a wink Ah. to say, I've got you, right? Okay, yeah. So I never, ever saw the number 1111. And then someone said to me once a few years ago, I'm going to make a wish. And I was like, huh? Yeah. And now I see it all the time. Yeah, naturally. So what it is, it's meant to be a sign to pay attention, to look around. And it's it's a divine message 
to help you either through something or acknowledge you're on the right path. And it's just, you're meant to just stop. It's not meant to be actual magic. Stop and just take in your surroundings. And for some reason, you have meant to see that. And at that time, there is something you either have thought about and you need to focus on thinking about or there's something around you that you either need to appreciate or look at, right? Okay, yeah. So I get that. That makes yeah, a bit more we, sense. Yeah, that gets I So get the that. 1111 business. Mm-hmm. That means more things like creativity, motivation. There's it's something there for you to think about to work on yourself. Kind okay. Of thing. So, uh, like a that you've got an aspiration that you need to achieve. That kind of vibe. The four four four. That's more new beginnings, new opportunities, and things like that. Or I have arrived. I am here. This is a new opportunity. Okay. Yep. So you know, if we start seeing the number four four four, girl, we're here. We're this here. This is it. This we're on we're it. We're manifesting. This is it. We're taking over. If I start seeing four four four, I'm gonna tell you all about it because <laughs> I'm not sure I'm we're fully ready. into this, but I'm I'm here for it. So that's the angel numbers. Mm-hmm. But let me just quickly whiz through my Chelsea jewel. Okay. So I was like, what's the best way to manifest? You know, Mm -hmm. I'm a practical gal. I need to know. Yeah. So she's written all of the star signs and the way in which there's paragraphs on them, but I'm literally going to spit you a a hot The synopsis. So if you're listening and you are an Aries, it is visualization and physical activity. So that when I read, I was like, what do you mean? But it's like if you're boxing or you're running, that's when you're best at your clearest ability to To manifest, to visualize and visualize what you want. Okay. Okay. Yep. If you're a Taurus, it's the planting of seeds, the planting of plants. So you're literally planting things that you want to grow and achieve and you can watch their growth as you grow. Oh, like talk to the seeds. I I mean, I don't know if you need to talk to them, but if you can and you want to, you can, but it's like, all right, I'm going to plant three things seeds and those three things represent these three things I want to achieve nice and as they grow you grow right well, you know that plants grow better if you talk to them yeah well my so my landscaper um he bought some plants for my thing yeah my plant at the back and I said look my girlfriend she's a florist and she told me about this amazing nursery and I just went there and guys I got this like devil's ivy for my at my mum's house and it was like probably two meters long yeah big boy for $14 that's amazing but that's not the point of the story these plants were just so luscious and insane and amazing and I was telling Chris my landscaper about this yeah and Chris was like oh my god I have heard of the place everyone talks about it it's run by a Chinese family and they play Chinese music to the plants to help them grow stop and it. he was like I know I'm like a surfy bloody landscaper but there is so much in that yeah and it actually does help them grow anyway he went there and got my plants but when I went with mum I we noticed all the music that was playing to them just and in I've the never background. been to a more thriving nursery oh, ever so to go there. look we need to go so that was one thing so that's if you're a Taurus if you're a Gemini like your gal here because it's birthday week birthday week mine's journaling mm-hmm. so it's writing it's writing out your future so yeah. I will have this and I will do this not like your current it's about writing a about you in the future you yeah sure cancer it's about the f- the energy in your home so it's feng shui in your home okay so moving furniture around opening up your home to sure. allow that energy in fun fact about that yeah. opening up for new year's eve it's yeah. tradition that you open the front door to allow the new year in and open the back door to allow the past year out well there you go there you go everyone you can do that in a few months we time. used to do that every new year's that's really cute um, so that's if you're a cancer. If you're a Leo, it's about dancing. 
So if you're dancing, you're at your highest vibration. That's when you're able to manifest. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot about vibrations. There's lots about highest vibrations, yeah. If you're a Virgo, it's about doing acts of kindness for others. And that's, that's when it allows you to like uh, to manifest what you want because you're giving back. If you're a Libra, it's about a vision board. So actually physically creating a vision board nice. for yourself. Yep. If you're a Scorpio, it's more about... Um, Getting rid of things you don't want in your life and burning them. So like burning you them. burn literally with fire. So you burn things that don't lo- no longer serve you. Right. That's your way of manifesting. Right. Roger that. If you're a Sagittarius, it's about exploring a new place and it allows clearer thoughts. Okay. So whether that's a hike, a holiday, Adventurer. a new place, it's more adventuring. Yep. A Capricorn, it's a bit Capricorns are weird. Sorry for any of the Capricorn listeners. It's about writing a proposal to the universe. So saying to the universe, universe, I'm going to be more empathetic and I propose that you do this to me in return. Okay. It's like you, you kind of... An exchange. An exchange with the universe. Okay. Is that not with yourself? Well, no, because it's... I don't know. It's with the universe. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just spitting balls here. Um, and Aquarius is all about um, a group meditation and manifestation circle. So literally talking about your manifesting and your dreams with other people in a like circle. Like mob mentality. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And a Pisces, it's all about music and art and being creative. So playing music, listening to music, doing art. That's when you're most creative and able huh. to manifest. I thought that was super interesting. I love so that So if stuff. you've heard that and you're like, Fuck yeah, that's actually how I am. Like, I do think my most clear or whatever. Yeah. Let us know. Cause, yeah. Do you I know mean, what? I do, I, when, when my world fell apart, I did write and journal. And yeah. I don't ever. No. But I found myself doing that. You need like, to why? really like seek some but clarity I, I on that. I did it. Yeah. yeah. Just to clear the yeah. mess that had happened. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I find like astrology, I know some people live their lives by it, but I really enjoy just reading them. Yeah. And, and like listening to them. And I'm like, I'm not t- going to take it too hard. No. Like you take it with a pinch of salt, but sometimes they're right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, you know, say what you will, but I I th- some of it's pretty spot on. I know. And I think the whole thing about, um, you know, like I was saying when I journal, and that was when I felt powerless and overwhelmed. Yeah. But when things do feel unstable or unpredictable, manifesting can be like tremendously comforting to believe that we have the power to better our circumstances. Yeah. 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 And like that there are forces beyond our control and understanding, but we can also think whether that's a higher power or a mystical energy, but that something may be out there working in our favor. Yeah. So when I had my stroke and I was really struggling with that whole concept of why I didn't die or why I turned out okay and why like the surgery was super successful. I really struggle in that moment of like, what the heck? Why, why has this happened? And so I actually turned to religion. Like I was, born and baptized a Catholic as a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we stepped away from the church for whatever reason. And then when I had my stroke, I actually went back to church um, as a Christian rather than Catholic. Um, so a little bit different um, with my friend. Um, and in that moment, it served a lot of comfort for me because it gave me a, per- it gave me a reason as to why it had happened. Mm-hmm. And it enabled me to process what had happened in a safe environment to be able to actually like take a step back and go, what the heck has just happened? I'm here. I need to move forward rather than sitting in that space of uncertainty. So I get it. Like I felt like I needed an answer that I wasn't able to give myself Mm. and that 
my doctors weren't able to give me or no one could give me the answer. So I naturally turned to a more spiritual, religious realm to try yeah, and get that try answer. And make sense of it all. Yeah. Okay. And that's so understandable that people do that. And if the thing that I get. We're people. Everyone exactly. wants an answer. We want to know how things we work. We want to know more. Why things happen. Yeah, for but sure. But if it, if it doesn't harm anyone. Why do people get so passionate, like passionately angry about it? Like let people do their astrology or do their tarot cards or go to church. Let them do that. That's the whole idea of manifestation, right? Because it's a form of self-exploration. It helps like it's a form of figuring out who you are, what you want in your life yep. and what you should be putting your attention on, what you want things to look like. So it, like you said, it is similar to astrology. It is similar to learning about your zodiac signs. It allows you to tap into a space where you might not tap into all the time. Like you're saying you tapped into your spirituality. Yep. But it provides a framework of understanding, I guess, your inner self mm. and, and you know, deeper layers to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah, same. I, I'm like, if that helps someone in their moment of need, like we should be so supportive of yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And like give them space and time and then and the, the equipment to do it. And those people are so interesting who have deeper layers to themselves yeah. and, you know, different outlooks on life. Like I love that. And I love being able to get a different view from someone yeah. that you would never have thought to think of. And that's how we grow as people is mm-hmm. by listening and learning, mm. right? And being closed-minded just means that you're rigid. And if something happens within your environment that is out of the ordinary, being rigid in a in a thick storm, you're going to snap. Yeah. You're going to break. Yeah. You need to be flexible to be able to bend with the times, you know? Oh, my God, who am who I? I? Holy shit, she's turned into a fucking wow. witchy girl. But that's the thing. Like, if you think manifesting is too overwhelming and too woo-woo you can start with those little things like journaling listening to music just thinking about yourself your surroundings what's important to you Mm. I guess it's taking off the rose-colored glasses right paying attention to what's really around you what's really important little things that actually make you happy yeah like and it's just about you know like for me I had the shittest week ever but being down here is a place where I'm able it sounds cringy. It's not meditate, but it's a place where I'm able to come back to myself. Yeah. And I feel like I had no idea who I was by the end of this week. Yep. And like this is a place that for me is grounding. So whether there is a spiritual place, it doesn't need to be a religious place that mm. you go to, but it allows you to clear your mind so that you are able to refocus on and regroup on what's important. Whether that's you take the dog to the beach mm. or you go to the park with your kids. If there's just a space where you can take a big breath and go, hang on. Recenter yourself. Yeah, a reset button. Yeah, just to you know rejig it into alignment. Yeah, because you know the the world that we live in right now is chaotic at the best of times. Yeah, and sometimes it just gets a little bit too much, and we yeah. need to put ourselves in a place that is a little cocoon. Yeah, metaphorically, a, a safe space. Yeah, and then you can mentally create a safe space, and it's the whole like abundance and thinking about what you want in your life. Mm. And get like if you know, there's little bits of things, you know, I love being down south and I love doing this and I want that in abundance mm. in my future. So it's just about, you know, Sean and I might have a weekend off every month, but we don't do this. Yeah. But we made a conscious decision today to 
to do this more often. Yeah. And that's then you could say that's a form of manifesting. We're manifesting that we're able to get away and we're yep. able to do those things together. Because so. you put the priority on it. Yeah. And so you, therefore you've put the priority on it, you've focused on it and you will make that happen. Yeah. And it's that whole thing of like you will do the thing that you want to do. Yeah. You will find the time to do it. And that's that's basically taking that principle and attaching it to your life so that you actually get everything that you need and want within your life, within your power. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's like so important, especially, and and like you said, we're around the smart um, goals in that it has to be tangible mm. and achievable. Mm. You know, it's not that for us being like, bringing it back to chronically ill because we we went off the rails there a bit but bringing it back to chron- being chronically ill around like we're not gonna we're not gonna cure ourselves no like that's not achievable that's not tangible but we could be comfortable yeah or we could be more accepting yeah of ourselves um and we could be more empathetic towards our bodies and you know all of those things those are achievable things yeah and they're a, they're a tangible goal yeah. And so it's just making sure that what you're asking of yourself is actually achievable of yourself on your best day. And so if you're manifesting and you're in a dark place, it's it's a it's allowing yourself to be what is the word? Allowing yourself to be kind to yourself and acknowledge that you might not be able to do that 100 meter sprint when you're in that mindset. And it maybe it's just, I'm going to be able to be showered this week. You know, like making them more achievable goals rather yeah. than climb Mount Everest. But hey, if that's your long-term manifestation Go goal, for gold. Start there, but realize you're not going to wake up and do that. No. But if you can do little tiny things to get there, yeah. people do it. There's, yeah. there's amazing people out there that have been told they're never going to walk again yeah. and do things like that. Yeah, absolutely. And that is all about the power of the mind and there is an element of manifesting that, visualizing that they will do it and yeah. they do the work to get there. Yeah. So if you do want to set a stupid, ridiculous goal, they're not stupid, but they are can be ridiculous, Yeah. set it. But it. then set little hurdles along the way yeah. to hit as you go. It's not zero to a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. There is a gradient to get yeah. up there. Yeah, yeah. And that's just, that's something that we also have to go, okay, yeah, I need to get from zero to 1,000, but there are 999 steps yeah. to get there. And I think that's beautiful. And I think some like, you know, I'm like, I just want this podcast to do really well and take off, but it is a slow process, right? Yeah. And we just have to just ride the wave. And it's a bit like if you're creating any goal, you just need to ride that. Yeah. And we just, we just keep doing the little bits of work that we can, that we want to do. And we make sure that what we're creating is what we want to create at the best of times. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we're building this little community and we've got regular people that message us and that's beautiful from across the world. And that's huge. And I think taking a moment to reflect, seeing as though this is the last episode of season two of how far we've come, we've been recording now for less than a year so it will be yeah, our, t- in july in july a is a year so we're less than 12 months mm-hmm. and we have been able to do two seasons of work we have been able to create a platform where we have people being validated people that are being educated we are connecting 
connecting other people. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. People that feel heard and feel safe and people who learn a lot by being a Spoonie feel validated, like Sean said, but then also by educating others so that they become better friends, better family members. Like that's really cool. We're yeah. just here to make people kinder yeah. to themselves and to others. Yeah. And like, so if you didn't see our post, we had a article in Take 5 magazine. We did. So exciting. I literally bought five of them. I know. From the shop. So I was so excited. I literally, I played The Amazing Race. I actually, I'll have to put that on our story. But Sean went after work. It was like, was what was last Friday or something? Sean went after work and she... Like we just kind of thought it would be like I thought it would be like a little column piece. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be like and as then big as it was. Sean opens it up and sends me this thing, and she's like, "It's a double page spread doll." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And then I wanted to get one, and Sean's like, "Oh my god, babe, chill. I've bought five copies. Yeah. I've got you one. I've got your mum and dad one. Relax. It's okay." And I was like, "No, it's fun. Now I need to go." And so I was in my scrubs. It was pouring with rain, so I like sprinted down to the beach and. There's like a Coles at the beach. So I went to the beach, get into Coles. There's a thing that says take five and it's empty. 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 And I'm like, what Gone. do you mean it's sold out already? What do you mean? <laughs> like as if this is even that popular. Yeah. Then from there, I went to IGA. Yep. Get into IGA. I'm like, IGA is open till nine. This is great. I'm going in. Magazine rack. IGA. Take five. Empty. I was like, oh my God, no, 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 no. So then I go to a different shop to go to a different Coles mm. and there's a take five and I'm like, Sean, I'm flicking through it. I can't find it. It was the week before. It was an Wrong old one. take five. Wrong it was one. issue 19, not 20. Wrong and I was like, one. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So then I go to Woolworths. I am dripping at this point in my scrubs. I am so fatigued, so sore. Had cancelled all my plans that night. Just yep. wanted to go home. I was working the Saturday too. So I wanted to be in bed early. But I had to get it now. I'm like screaming at She's her like, on the phone. Go like, the I fuck have home. some. And it's okay. Like, no, no, I've got to get it. I've, I've got, got to get buy it. it. But it's Friday. So in WA, it's not late night on a Friday. It's late night on a Thursday. So I'm like, shit, shit, shit. Everything's closing. So then I found one Woolworths that was open till 8 p.m. And <laughs> I was going. And I went and there was an old take five. And I was like, no, no, no. no. So I was walking out. I was pissed. I was mad. I was wet. I had sore feet. I had my little clogs on and I walked out through the, um, what's it called? The the self-checkout because mm. I was just walking out because I had, yeah. had nothing. Yeah. And next to one of the self-checkouts, there was one lonely mag. Stop. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I picked it up. And then, you know, what are they called? Like not the self-checkouts, the normal checkouts. Is it like the conveyor belt thing? The express ones? No, no, no. Like when it, you have to go to a person with your trolley and everything goes on the conveyor belt. Yeah. Yeah, right? So I went to – there's like 10 of them at Woolies. Yeah. I went to every conveyor belt. And under the conveyor belt, you know, they've got like a few chocolates, a couple of like yeah, waters. Yeah, yeah, And I went to all 10 conveyor belts and went to all the magazines and I found another three. So I walked out of the self-checkout with four goddamn mags. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with them, but it was a novelty. And then I like sat in my car and like opened it up. I was like, hello me. <laughs> hello me. And then I took my sad self home. Yes. And then I got really sad. This is so lame. Oh, my God. But, you no, know, it's real. It's real. It's real. So I was like, I was on this high, right? So I get home. Boons is at home. I'm like, look, mate, mum's in a mag. And I'm like. Running up and down my house, wetting my scrubs with my four copies for myself. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, poured myself a red wine, put on my Yui boom. I'm having a boogie. 
in the shower with my red wine and my mag. Get out of the shower. I crashed. I crashed and I burned. Crashed hard. And I was like, oh, this is really fucking sad. This, I've achieved this huge milestone. My parents were down south too, so I couldn't yeah. fucking hang out with anyone. I don't want to because I was chronically ill. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I've achieved all this shit and I've got no one to share it with. Yeah. How sad. And so then I FaceTime Shannon Zach. <laughs> yeah. I am less sad. And then we changed the group chat message to Thrupple. Thrupple, yeah. Uh, so I celebrated with them via FaceTime with my wife. Exactly. Yeah. But it was very exciting and we were in a magazine. It's so, very, very cool. And I have a, I have a copy in my glove box. Like, I don't know I, what I'm going to do with that. I have like, a I'm copy ne- in my bag. <laughs> Does anyone want to see? Do you want to see it? Hey, guys, I was in a magazine. Do you want to see? <laughs> it's in my bag. I'm, it's ready. Yeah, mine's in my glove box. If you, if you ever want a light read while you're in, in the my way car. Home. We love that. Yeah. Just um, casual. Do you know what? When I looked at it in the um, aisle... I wanted people to be near me. To be like, is that you? Uh, that's me. Not a single fucker was in that aisle. Normally, you can't get any room because there's so many people in those aisles. But not a single soul was walking down that aisle at the same time. I had the biggest grin on my face. I'm in a magazine. So exciting. But yeah, I bought five. And then I went to the self-checkout. So then I didn't even have like the checkout chick or guy to be like, why are you this, buying all Why are you these? buying five? Because I'm, I'm, I'm in, in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to frame it. <laughs> buying one so I don't touch it so it doesn't lose its value. <laughs> but oh yeah, so God. we were going to take five. So we've done heaps. Yeah. So I'm super proud of us. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty cool. Onward and upward. Onwards and upwards. Onwards and upwards. Season three is going to be a banger. Yeah, absolutely. But let us know because we're going to take a little break after um, this episode just because we need a time out. Got some things happening. Um, So we're going to take some time off. Uh, not very long, don't worry. Not as long as last time because no one's having surgery. Touch wood. And we, we will still be on social media and you can still message us episode requests and anything else you'd like to tell us. Yeah. But don't you worry, the sheep poll will be going yeah. up. <laughs> It'll be there. Um, but yeah, so we have had an awesome season too and we hope you've enjoyed um, the progressive season. Yes. Um, and we hope you have enjoyed the final episode, um, albeit a woo-woo one. Um, we didn't talk about crystals. <laughs> well, maybe that's for season three. Maybe between now and season three, we would have gone full hippie, like living yeah. together in like a commune thing and just maybe <laughs> growing all our veg and maybe, herding maybe. sheep. Yeah. Lighten up the crystals. Yeah, the crystals can stay for season three. But we do have some exciting people we have planned for season yeah. season three. Um and some yeah, exciting things. And yeah, so we are super excited for what's to come. But we are appreciative for what has been and we appreciate you all. A what? possum just jumped on the roof. Did you not hear that? No. Oh my god. So last night so literally we Oh I there did. It goes, there it goes. That's terrifying. There's possums and they jump on the roof and go boom. That's terrifying. And it was happening all last night and Sean just snored and rolled on top of me through it. And I'm yeah. laying there and I'm like, she would shit herself because it feels like they're right on your head. Yeah, it feels like it's right above me. Yeah. It's going to come through the roof. Yeah. Anyway, bit of nature for our episode. <laughs> Western Australian <laughs> nature. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Quote, sister. Do you have a quote for me to I... finish the season? No pressure. No, questions. Oh, questions? Yeah. Do you have a question? Yeah. Oh, sorry. What's, what's been your favourite part of doing this podcast? I think I say favourite part of the season. And I was like, oh, you're triggering me now. <laughs> um, 
The favourite part of this podcast? Um, I think just the whole creating time and space to talk about things that are really important, you know, and giving them a, a space to do so mm-hmm. and to do it with you is quite nice, I think, oh. you know, just to like just talk about really important life things and things that we experience every day. But, mm. you know, just to I like the deep chats and I like doing it with you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that's I think. not there's not a right answer. Okay, great. I think that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite thing? Oh, you copied my question. Yeah. I just did. Okay. My favorite part of doing the podcast is having myself keep myself accountable or help helping me to keep myself more accountable. Oh, definitely. It's creating a space where I feel more empowered to look after myself. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm talking a talk that I want to walk the walk for. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think my other favorite thing can have two favorite things. Yeah, of course. It's just, which I mean, we speak about all the time, but it's the community and like waking up to those messages that are like, you've just changed my life. Yeah. Or like, that's like the best thing ever. Oh my God, guys, I got this, (laughs) got a few messages. Some people found me on my personal Facebook, which is weird. Facebook? My personal Facebook. Oh, was it Facebook? It was my personal Jessica Facebook. Wow. Not okay. the Chronic Sisters. Wow, okay. A few people slid into my DMs about the Take Five article and how we're like, how amazing we are and how we've changed their life and their daughter's life and they're listening to the podcast now. That's Wild. Mad. Mad. So that stuff is pretty, pretty cool. That's, uh, yeah, I think that how far we reach. Yeah. And is even mad. after like a really shit day and like the shittest week for it, it doesn't even actually sum up my week. Yeah. But like, even after the world's worst week, you can get a message like that and you're like, fuck, like I can't stop doing this. Like we yeah. can't stop. Like we're on, we're doing a good thing. Yeah. So I think they're, they're my favorite things. Yeah, no, totally. Do you have a quote now for me? I do Seeing have a quote. as I jumped right yeah, on ahead. Whoa. What's your quote, sister? Go on. So my quote is a short and sweet one. Yeah. Um, and it is, try to be a rainbow in someone's cloud. Beautiful. Yeah, I like that. And that's by Maya Angelou. Nice. Well, mine's from Gandhi. Of course. <laughs> it's about manifesting, kind of. Okay, sure. Right? Keep your thoughts positive because your thoughts become your words. Keep your words positive because your behaviours become your habits. Keep your habits positive because your habits become your values and keep your values positive because your values become your destiny. Oh, that's lovely. That's cute. That's a nice little wrap up there, sister. I'm good at them. That's very good. Well done. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. My favourite, one of my favourite things, your quotes. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. But yeah, so what a lovely... What a lovely episode. I know it's, we were risking it for a biscuit, but, but I quite cute enjoyed it. It was wholesome and I'm so excited to continue to lounge in our matching trackies and yeah. slippers with a wine and a face mask on. Yeah, and do some paint by numbers. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so ready. So ready, guys. Here we are being mindful and manifesting. Oh. So we hope you all do the same this exactly. week. Um, enjoy the little break that we have. Like we said, please continue to send us in your little wins for the week. Yep. Um, and or do all the uh, rate, like, share, subscribe, la, 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 la. all so of that crap. So we can crap. make season three bigger and better. <laughs> bigger and better. Yes, um, yes, that would be fabulous. We would love that. But, um, but we're going to hang with the possums now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> She's having a tap dance on the <laughs> bloody roof at the moment. Oh, yes, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. But we hope you have a fabulous week, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.